welcome to Jumpstart Your Joy, a podcast that looks at the inspiration, intention, action, and choices that you can make to bring more joy into your life, into the world, and into other people's lives. This is your host, Paula Jenkins. Hello, and welcome to episode 246 here on Jumpstart Your Joy. This week is a brand new solo cast where I'm going to talk all about how to embrace playing small. I know you've probably heard of Tara Moore's very famous book about playing big. And this week, I want to turn that on its head and really explore why actually playing small might be your best move and how it can bring so much more joy to your everyday. Before we get to that episode, I first want to say thanks so much for tuning in this week and always. I hope that you are well. I hope that you are looking for joy every day and that you are able to soak it up in some way as we are working through this pandemic. If you're new to the show, you can find out more about Jumpstart Your Joy or myself at jumpstartyourjoy.com. And if you want to find show notes where I will list links to some of the things I'm talking about, you can find them at jumpstartyourjoy.com forward slash playing small. The other one thing that I want to make sure that you are paying very special attention to this week and next week is that right now you can sign up for one of two really exciting things, which are all about starting a podcast of your very own. Right now, I am running the Plan Your Podcast Challenge. You can still sign up for that and you can find a link to it on the website right there on the very front page. And you can click on that. It's free and it'll walk you through how to create a mission statement and look at the things that are really important for your show. And starting May 7th, I am also opening up my eight-week podcasting boot camp, which is known as Jumpstart Your Podcast. The link to that is also on Jumpstart Your Joy. And it is a great way for you to go from having an idea for your show to actually launching it and having it out in the world. There's really no better time than right now to give it a go. And in the spirit of playing small, you can just make it the right size to fit whatever will fit your life. So if you're interested in starting that up, the cart will only be open through May 31st, and then it will go closed again. So I hope you will join me for class, and you can find that again at jumpstartyourpodcast.com. So let's just jump right on into today's show. It's really interesting because for a long time, I've been playing around with having a show about playing small. And I think it's one of those things, it may have come very naturally for me because I am four foot ten, and I'm always a little bit bristly when somebody's like, stop playing small. And ironically, I always kind of think there's really no other way for me to play. But on the other side of it, I always have felt that the idea of playing big or having to really push ourselves and put our voice out there in a big way maybe isn't the right thing for many of us. And that's not to say that there aren't some other really great ideas in the book. I'm not going to get into that in this episode. But I think that there is an undue pressure that comes up when we start to think about the idea of playing big and taking up space and pushing it and like getting into hustle. All that feels like it's a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves that's probably unwarranted and not needed. And it has this very subtle level of pressure that makes us kind of question like, well, maybe if I just pushed harder, maybe if I just played bigger, maybe if I just made more noise, maybe if I just took up more space, then people would see me and my business or my creative pursuit or this thing that I'm trying to bring into the world will do better. And the thing that I want to talk about this week is sometimes 
I don't think that playing big is the answer. I think what the answer is, is starting and moving things along and keeping your eyes on your own paper and continuing to make steady, slow progress every day. And there's so much courage that's involved with that. that, And I think it gets dismissed when we get all up in the idea that we need to play big. So we'll walk through this just a little bit. And I'm going to talk about some of the things that have inspired me about playing small and why I think it's really important. I think the first thing, especially when we're talking about finding our path and getting clear on what that is, is to really figure out what your message is and then start to follow it. If you go back and listen to the episode with Jen Loudon, There was this moment in the episode with her where she just totally blew me away. I think I asked a question about if somebody has a big dream that they want to bring into the world, how can they go about doing that? And her answer was, you need to let go about worrying about what your impact will be. And when you think about that, that if we embrace the creative pursuit that we are going forth with, and of course, Jen Loudon is an accomplished author and she has many books out. And and so this is something really that she can speak to authentically is when she's creating something, it's coming from the heart and she's creating it in the service of creating it. She's saying yes to the creative pursuit and she's letting go of having any idea of what the impact will be. Now, that could mean it's going to be huge and people will think, oh, wow, you know, it's really impressive and, and it's huge. Or it could make a really small splash and it's okay. But by freeing herself from the burden of worrying about what the impact will be, she also feels like she's allowing herself that space to create something magnificent and authentic and something that reflects her own passion. Another moment that came up in the show that I, I had to chuckle when I, I heard about was along the same lines is that you have to continue to do the work and continue to stay on the path that you have, again, without worrying about what your ultimate impact will be or who's listening. And it is through that very slow, steady, consistent work and showing up as who you are that then starts to get you noticed. Uh, Lisa Princheck said something about, yeah, the 10-year overnight success, because The thing is, you won't know when you started 10 years ago that you're going to become a success. I mean, you can work towards it and you should work towards it and the plan is there. But the thing that we see from the outside oftentimes is that somebody looks like they came from out of nowhere and they're an air quotes overnight success because what we see is the the immense rise to fame that happens at that point in the journey, but we don't necessarily always look back to see where somebody started and how long it took them to get there. And so it's not necessarily that when they hit the fame part that they're like playing big and came out of nowhere. It's that they've been slowly and steady growing a practice or growing a business. And now we notice them because they've hit the tipping point. If you want to get into the Malcolm Gladwell lingo of it, because the truth is that everybody starts small everybody like (laughs) unless you're a Kardashian or I don't know born into fame you were gonna start small and so I think it's important to play in that space and be familiar and comfortable with what playing small looks like for a while and then owning your journey I also really enjoyed um if you haven't yet seen Miss Americana which is the story of Taylor Swift She talks early in that documentary about how she was so worried about the thoughts of other people that she found herself focusing on external praise. And 
there's even a moment, and I think I've talked about this in another episode, where she says, like, that's all that she was working for. And she realizes and she now sees that the only person that she should be holding herself accountable is herself. Because beyond the fame and beyond the big stuff, it's all that she has to be comfortable with herself inside and and know that what she's doing is right. And I think that's another thing that if we get too wrapped up in the idea of playing big, that, I mean, you could be as big as one of the most famous superstars in the world right now, and you could still feel like I'm not big enough. And there's like a layer of absurdity to this. You know, she's arguably one of the most well-known people on the planet. And yet even she gets caught up in this thing of feeling like I'm not doing enough. I'm not coming up with the next big thing when the pressure's on. And so I think if you can take that back from that edge a little bit and say, no, it's okay for me to go internal and create the thing that's really important to me. And I don't worry about what the impact is, like Jen Loudon says. And that lets you sink into this space that's deeply authentic and really creative and lets you create the next thing that you love. And hopefully other people will love it too. I think another thing around playing small and staying true to who you are and being consistent and following through and staying true to your message once you've figured it out is... One of the things that came up very early in this podcast was I had Danny Wood of New Kids on the Block on, and I pitched him coldly, and he happened to have a solo album coming out, and he said yes. And so I never knew that any of that would actually transpire. I mean, I wasn't trying to play big. I was playing courageously, for sure, by even asking him, and I was stepping out of my comfort zone, for sure, to ask him. But none of this was in service of like making myself bigger. It was just I really loved his message and I saw this really beautiful through line of somebody that is looking to help others find joy and someone who's looking to make sense of his own mother's death and then contribute in her name to other people who have breast cancer. Like there was a really tight fit with what he was talking about and what was you know, the heart of this show. And so the through line there was, I see this, I see the connection. And so I'm going to ask. And I think in the service there of like, being really specific, and knowing that that was such a perfect fit, and something that I wanted to talk to someone about, meant that eventually, yes, it played out. And and he was amazing. And I never knew what would happen. But I had to say yes to all the little things and notice all those little things for it to become a thing. And It's been interesting to see what unfolds from having someone like that on a show, but it was only by playing small and being really specific and true to my content and true to my message that I could have ever gotten to that place where someone would say yes to the show like a Danny would. The other thing that playing big makes me think of is that lots of times we feel like we need to be playing big to then also step into the role that we want to eventually have. And there's a danger in that because at some point I think we feel like, well, I need X, Y, and Z experience to be the person that I see. And what playing big doesn't always honor is that in order to get to where you need to go, sometimes you have to jump in before you're really very ready. Sometimes you have to see the next small step that you want to take in order to get to a bigger place. And sometimes what playing big or this idea that we have to be big in order to be important or worthy, or that we have to be big in order to be well-received by other people, 
What it starts to rob us from is that experiential first step that we take that we start to build on because we think, oh, these people are already big. And for me to start, I also need to have all this other stuff figured out. The thing is, is everybody starts small. Nobody necessarily knows where exactly they're headed. And what you have to gain along the way is the experience of each small step that you're taking, of the playing small, of the small moments where you act in an integrity around something, in the small moments where you do the right thing for a client, and it makes all the difference. It's in the little moments where you just keep pitching yourself and keep asking people about things and keep putting your, yourself out there in small ways that then leads to the eventual growth. Because I think in the end, you don't really need more certifications or, or another degree or another external thing that says that you're ready to do something. If you've got the idea, you're already very ready to do this. And it doesn't mean you have to have a credential or a certification to do it. And I think that this idea of having to play big and take up all this space and use your voice and be larger than life in some way, I think that the courage and the bravery and all of that, that's part of the messaging of playing big is really important. And I think when we take that to heart, it really can change your life. When you choose to say yes to things and continue to say yes to them, even though they might be the hardest choice you'll make some days. And maybe even if that means that you're letting go of things that had been important to you and that you thought were important, but now you've changed your mind and you need to go a different direction. I think the other important part about allowing yourself to play small is that now more than ever, I find that I am questioning how big do I really need to be? Like if I have my own business, what is it in service of? And if I have on my priority list that my family is of the utmost importance and having a safe and secure place to live is of utmost importance, how much work and how much time do I need to spend doing the work? And I worry a little bit that if we have this idea that big is the only thing that marks us as worthy or having fame and having a big name is somehow the only marker of success, that it doesn't also leave us room to count success in smaller ways. And what when I say that, I mean, I think there's a lot of success to be had in having a happy home. And there's a lot of success to be had in having strong relationships with the people that matter to you. And there is a huge marker of success around being involved with your children's lives if you have children or being involved in a deep way in your friends' lives. Like, those things, I don't know that they really have room in the definition of playing big that we often think about. And when we go for that kind of big, when we go for the hustle, when we go for the boss babe, when we go for whatever that looks like, I think oftentimes it's pushing everything else aside in service of playing big and having the next bold move and taking up space. But I think I really am sinking into this idea of what if I want to take up space here in a small way? What if I want to have a clean kitchen and, a, and you know, some vegetables in the backyard? And, and I just worry that oftentimes we are forced to push and pick one or the other of those ideals. And that if we cling tightly to this sense of playing big is of the most importance, but then we also will miss these smaller details that so many of us long for and that are possibly becoming even more important right now that there's a pandemic going on. 
Like where are the small, quiet moments that are important to you? And where are the beautiful little things that you see that you want to sink into in some new way? And all of that comes from a place, I think, and that I would call of playing small, of allowing yourself to want those small, lovely details, of allowing yourself to want little moments with people that matter, of allowing yourself to create a job or a work that is really just enough to sustain you and allow you some savings and keep moving and do other things that are important to you. So that's my question. And my observation is like, when can we allow ourselves to just be? When can we allow ourselves to be enough and sink into those moments? And that for me is all about what playing small means and owning it and loving it and letting ourselves be enough. So those are my thoughts for this week about playing big and why I think it's important to let those kinds of hard expectations go for ourselves and see what unfolds when we allow ourselves to just be in a more full way. If you guys want to find the show notes for this episode and referencing some of those past conversations that I've had, both with Jen Loudon and Lisa Princhak, you can find the show notes for this episode over on jumpstartyourjoy.com forward slash playing small. And if you want to find out more about starting your own podcast, you can find that on the website as well. You can look for either the five-day plan your podcast challenge, which is running right now and it's free, or you can look for jumpstart your podcast and that's at jumpstartyourpodcast.com where you will go from an idea to a full-fledged podcast all in eight weeks. And that is open through the end of May. (laughs) I hope you'll go check it out. And I'm excited to announce next week on the show, I will be having the amazing Dr. Amy Avazadeh joining me. She's a fertility doctor here in the Bay Area. And we have a really fun conversation about sparkling every day and what it is like to be a fertility doctor right now. And then following her the next week, I have Laura Sims of Your Career Homecoming coming on for her second visit. And we talk about what does the job market look like right now? And if you've had enough of your nine to five, what can you do to make a change, even though we're in the middle of a very trying time? I hope you'll come on back for those conversations. And until then, I hope that your day is filled with so much joy.